You're listening to Inside Bliss with LaVon Kirkland. All right. Well, it's at that time of week, that time of year. We mm-hmm. are so excited. You're listening to the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. We're excited to be here. Obviously, a little bit different studio setup today. <laughs> yeah, no question. We're on location at Danny Ford's Hemp Farm, Coach Ford. And LaVon, talk to us a little bit about, he's obviously our interview today. Mm-hmm. Talk about Coach Ford. And I, I know you have a little bit of experience with him. Uh, a little bit, T- yeah. Tell me about maybe that initial experience and, and, and give the listeners a little bit of Okay, well... To be honest with you, when um, when I was getting recruited, man, and I got a chance to meet Danny Ford, man, I was in awe. Like I said, he probably didn't know who I was. Or he, he was trying to recruit another guy. But uh, I remember him being on a plane with me, and he made me seem <laughs> so important at the time. I mean, he made me seem like a five-star guy, and that was amazing for a guy like me coming from a small town and uh, to get to play for Danny Ford for the years that I played with him it was amazing he was an amazing coach I, I, I tell people all the time he can relate to anybody he can go to anybody's house and talk them into playing with the Tigers and making you feel so special about being a Clemson Tiger so um, you know I love the man I mean I love what he represented but honestly too back in that day he was about six he seemed like he's about six six <laughs> He was so he was so intimidating, and a lot of times he would coach from the towers, and he'd be like, "Levon Kirkland, did you go to class today? Uh-huh, I got you, I got you. You owe me some you owe me some sprints afterwards." Yelling so, from the tower. Oh, yelling for the towers. Sometimes he would start practice over with. I mean, we had probably some of the toughest practices with Danny Ford, but the thing was, we were tough. I mean, we were we got after people, even if we lost, you got beat up that in that game. So um, I really appreciate Danny Ford and and what he did and how he made a difference in my life. And um, he's. He was such a great ambassador for the game, such a wonderful person at this point in time. And, uh, you know, uh, he will always be in my heart. I'll always love him. Now to you, Mike. What's going on? Well, we, we love Coach Ford. It's great yeah. It's great to be here in the uh, Wyatt Law Studios moved to yeah. the Hemp Farm. Wyatt Law Studios <laughs> at the Hemp Farm. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but this week, uh, do a little something a little bit special okay. on our social media. You need to share this podcast when it comes out on Thursday. Right. Because if you share it and follow us on Podbean or iTunes or, uh, or on Facebook or on Facebook or Spotify we, or YouTube, we will do a special drawing to win a signed autograph picture of Danny Ford and we will send it to you if you do that. But so you like have, and share. You have to like and share the podcast in some way. Uh, and, so we uh, can't do it though, right? Uh, employees are not allowed to win. It, it, but if you get if you get with me afterwards, yeah. we can we can figure something Thank out. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thanks again. We appreciate you tuning in, the listener. If it's not for you, we wouldn't even be here. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the Inside Blitz with LeBron Kirkland. For the members that have joined uh, the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame and become a sustaining member, we really do appreciate you doing that. To those that haven't joined yet, we appreciate you going ahead and considering that and, and doing that today. And so without further ado, we're going to bring in Coach Danny Ford. So you're listening to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Danny Ford, and we don't want to take a minute here to thank our sponsors who help us with the Hall of Fame and 
You know, you can't do anything without good people behind you, and we've got some great people that sponsor this Hall of Fame, like Hales Jewelers, and they do a great job. We appreciate what they do. Progressive Packaging is another one that has always been there when you need them. Spinks has been around forever, and even though he's a Tennessee guy, we do appreciate what he does, and White Law Firm, and he, that's David White over there, so we, we appreciate him sponsoring his own gig here. And then the Coastal Carolina University, well, Cliff Ellis is down there, a basketball coach. We speak, we really appreciate them being a part of the, the Hall of Fame also. And then uh, Trail, and I hear a lot about Trail building churches and being a great builder and uh, being a great community person, so we appreciate him being behind the Hall of Fame. This is Danny Ford, 1981 National Championship coach. I uh, hope you listen to the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. All right, well, welcome back. You're listening to the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. We're on location today at Danny Ford's Hemp Farm, and we appreciate you <laughs> allowing us to come out. And sure. LaVon Kirkland, uh, take it away, my friend. Oh, well, thank you, David. And usually, Coach, when I, I do these interviews, I like to start with a pretty hard question. So here's the question. Uh, if there's only one type of beer left, <laughs> if you can only drink one type of beer, <laughs> what beer would that be? Well, you know, I used to have a quarterback that that was uh, on the beer company. Right. Yeah. They got so darn high now. I just I don't so know high. now. They say so high, but uh, any I, I just have to do this like when somebody asked me who the, who who was my favorite player. I can't say one guy. Right. I can say at one position who would be. Well, of course, you were one of the best ones we ever had. Thank you, Coach. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to say on the beer deal, I'm just going to say anything that's not light. Anything that's not light. You heard it Fair first. Answer. Anything that's not light. That's a, great, that's a great answer, Coach. Thank you so much for being a part of this. We really, we really appreciate it. And I, I know that everybody knows your legendary career as a coach in the 80s. Probably one of the best coach in the 80s. Um, the thing I want to ask you about is why hemp farming? Right. After you finished retiring, you should be sitting down, relaxing, but yeah, you're no. working hard doing the hemp farm. Can you tell us a little bit more about it and why you like it so much? Well, I, the reason um, I got into it was because of my children, mm-hmm. or my, my son and my grandson, because when I'm when I'm laying in the, in the grave, then I, I don't want to worry about this farm being going broke right you know, and uh, they don't have a lot of interest in cows and uh, mm-hmm. i certainly want to keep this farm in in our family as long as i can and, and they have some interest in this plant mm-hmm. and in this this uh, business so uh i agreed to uh get a permit from the state of, of uh, agriculture department from the state of south carolina and be one of the first 20 guys or girls that did it and uh it's been interesting. It, what I've liked about it is it uh, it makes me get up every morning. Besides, mm-hmm. just lay around and drink coffee and go visit somebody. I got to go to work. Right. I've got to read. I got to learn. I got to, I got a lot of things that I don't know about. I get ready for a fuss every day with my child and my grandchild <laughs> because they don't they don't think their granddaddy knows anything or their daddy knows anything. So uh, right. you know that's just normal procedures and being in a family business, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's a it's a heck of a product because it does some great things if it's right. used correctly, mm-hmm. and it is used correctly because this is not a uh, marijuana type situation. This is a CBD oil situation, and, and it's good for medicine. It's good. This this plant, this little old plant right here. Right. Uh, there's twenty five thousand different uses for it. 
mm-hmm. and that's that's quite a quite a deal. I mean, it's uh, and uh, if you go back and read about him, uh, you'll see that uh, yeah, politically it was put in a. a, a drug situation when it right. wasn't it was back in the old days mm-hmm. they made rope for whales out of it they made rope for ships they made textile clothing out of it they made uh, a president made a car out of it at one mm-hmm. time and henry ford made a car out of it i believe is one thing and then the fiber um bmw will be using fiber um out of it um the uh, the boeing will be using it plastics in their planes out of it so they just will make concrete out of it and wow. it's just a lot houses are built out of just a lot of different things that this plant's good for so it's interesting and it's i'm glad to have that the uh, south carolina has approved it to grow oh that's incredible coach you know i thought you know i'm like you i thought there's a lot of misconceptions about it um what are some of the misconceptions that you had before you got into it well number one i didn't know what hemp was right. I mean, they said hemp you know and i said no no i don't know what hemp is i know what <laughs> marijuana is but i don't know what it looks like right uh, or, or uh, i don't even know what it smells like but, right but uh, i know what it smells like now right. <laughs> we can like, we yeah. can smell it yeah. as we yeah. as well, we talk as this uh program going on it's it's october and right. this this is the flowering month mm-hmm. this plant right now thinks it's dying right it's trying to put out a lot of oil mm-hmm. and a lot of buds to get pollinated and have seed wow. and come back next year. Mm-hmm. There's no males on this farm. Right. That's okay. one good thing about right. this farm. No males. It's all females. <laughs> all my plants are females. Here. So we don't want no seed. You got all girls. We got all girls and we want them to have a, a lot of oil and, and a lot of flowers. Okay. So with a male, would that mess it up if you had males well, it, on it? It would, it would, uh, it would make these plants have uh, seed on them mm-hmm. the seed when you start having seed it's just like a, it's they're so so similar to a man and a woman it's unbelievable wow. you, you can tell a male plant the same way you can a male and you can tell a female the same way you can tell a female on these plants and if they were to get have babies which that would be the seeds mm-hmm. then certainly the mama is going to give all the all the raisin to the seed like mm-hmm. a child so right. that that means that the oil won't produce very heavy it goes to seed for the Got child and, and and now it, it's not doing what we want we want oil we don't want seed okay. uh, and uh, we, we want all our seed to be female seed feminized seed and uh, that's hard to do so we just clone it their plants ourselves and, and all these plants have been cut from another plant and stuck in the dirt and and and, and raised uh, single-handedly for someone who don't didn't know a lot about it two years ago, Coach, you're pretty knowledgeable. Now I said you had to get up and read. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, reading is not one of my problems. <laughs> come know, on, Coach. Come on, Coach. Know, yeah. yeah, you're trying to give that all shots, but this is a very smart man, let nah, me tell you. Nah. Coach, now, now the, when we came out here on Friday, I saw that you were kind of harvesting it. So, is it sort of like tobacco in a way? Very. It's, 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 it reminds me. I, I've never been around tobacco. So, I have. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know you have in the low country. <laughs> in the low country, they, they have a little bit more understanding about this plant than we do because they have more more machinery right. that they translate over from the tobacco farmers. They use peanut dryers down there and even tobacco dryers to dry this plant where right. we have to hang it up and uh, 
and dry it uh, naturally, they can do it with a little heat uh, at 100 degrees for like three. They can get it done three days. It take us three or four weeks to get it dry right. if we hanging it. So, uh, but it's just like tobacco. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's, yes, it's hard work. It's yes. hard to find labor to mm-hmm. help you. And uh, but each plant. Uh, it's just like uh, just like the bike. You got to strip it, and you got to you know put it up in the barn. Oh, geez. At one time, I think we were touching this plant about five or six times before we got it ready to harvest. Right. Wow. 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 Well, coach, uh, we're going to go back to your um, your coaching days, and one of my first experiences with you is when you threw out Michael Dean in a practice one day. Uh, do you remember that, coach? I think I do. Yeah. Uh, uh, can you tell us why you threw him out? Well, yeah, because we couldn't block him. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, I never did be very easy on people in practice, which right. you knew. And, yes. And, and uh, so to throw him out of practice was a, a great compliment to him. And I don't think he realized what I had done because he didn't want to leave. And I just get out of here. Get right, right. I you're remember. Gonna, you're going to ruin our whole day. Uh, you already ruined the offensive line's day. And now mm-hmm. you're ruining my day because we're not going to get anything done as long as you're on this field. So just get the heck on home and go on and take a shower and go eat early and, or get out. Just get off this field because we cannot block you. And uh, he, he, he dominated the whole scrimmage that day you know coach that was one of my goals in life was to get kicked out of practice well, by you, you you didn't make it but you I, know. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to do it but well i, yeah. have, I do have to uh, brag on uh and and this is not you know every kid you 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 remember and you remember when they were 17 18 years old right not like you a grown man and played for many years for the Steelers and all pros and all this and all that but but you know coming in from Lamar Lamar at 17 yeah. or 18 years old <laughs> and don't know how to get back home real right, right, right. one way ticket get yeah. up here and get stay in school but we never had a young man that worked any harder and was more dedicated then LeVon Kirkland. I remember Tommy West telling one day in practice, he said, I've never seen anybody work any harder. And, and that was coming out of the coach's uh, meeting room and that stuck from ever and ever. And then I started watching you and, and mm-hmm. how much effort and how much and you, you had a great, great mom and dad. Yes, no They question. taught you how to work. They mm-hmm. taught you how to behave. They taught you how, how to uh, be a man. But more than anything else, they taught you how to work because you were the hardest working young man that we ever had on the practice field. See, I told you, Mike, and Dave. I'm a hard he worker. He really was. He was a hard worker. <laughs> there you go, coach. I appreciate that. And as long as he puts his spine to it. Now, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what he does there. <laughs> He, he might have that mid-age uh, crisis now, you know. Well, he, he's, uh, no, because I, I I try to work all the time, and yeah. you know we talked about um, Friday when I was here about not retiring. I remember I told you right. that I retired, and I thought like you know I take a year off and not doing anything. After five months, I got really bored mm-hmm. of that, and um, you know went back to Clemson, got my degree, and worked for Clemson for a while. I really enjoy working, and that seems to be the same thing with you. You oh, yeah. really enjoy working. Well, I, uh, you know I. I preacher preached uh, uh, Sunday on, on, on uh, you know why are you here mm-hmm. you know and and, and what's your you know, was, was I just here to be a football coach or was you just here to be a football player and that's certainly not right. you know, you, yeah. you, you, you're, you're more talented than that I mean that was a phase of your life where you went through that was a phase of my life and, and you want to do more yes, you, know, you want to do you want to do good for good people you want to do, do be the very best you can be and all, all that kind of thing but, but uh, you know I enjoy getting up early every morning I get up 
three thirty, four o'clock every wow. morning, and, and uh, go to bed before it gets dark. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's nearly my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to get you out here before your bedtime. <laughs> now, hey, hey, got, any of you guys got a question yeah. for Coach? Yeah, Coach. Uh, now you were and are in the Ring of Honor at, at Clemson. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. And, and you know, I don't know if you've heard the news, but this year they're putting. This one uh, into have, the ring of honor. I have not read about it, but it, certainly nobody more deserving. So, uh, okay. I will say that. Uh, but uh, I will be. Uh, What's your advice for Levon Kirkland? I know there's going to be a lot of attention given to him. Uh, well, he doesn't have to run down the hill or walk down the hill. They <laughs> they bring him in from oh, the end zone, so he won't have to worry about falling. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it, it, I, I think when he gets out there and walks on the field, and people applaud him and see him and brag on him like they will and remember the days that and what all he did at Clemson and then when they pull that curtain off his name and he sees it up there he'll be one one very proud young man oh, you remember when that happened uh, to you? oh yeah I mean uh, I remember it more so because my my daughter and 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 flew my grandbaby out from Texas out oh wow uh, Bill McClellan uh, uh, went and got her and it was in a small airplane and uh, Jennifer was being late to leave to go to the stadium and I was fussing at her and then the next <laughs> thing I know my little old grandbaby runs out of there and I, that was the happiest day of my life to oh, see her cool. when I seen yeah. her she went on the field with me so yeah I was it was great to share that moment with with with, with my family especially my grandchild yeah. oh cool that's exciting now there's a famous story that oh gosh that <laughs> when that Levon had a really good practice day when he was when he was just a when he was just starting out, mm-hmm. and yeah. you he was wanting to get your recognition so bad, so bad, so bad. And you watch the tape, and you're going over the tape in front of the guys, and and you called him Laverne. I remember that. And, you, <laughs> and, 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 and Levon said, uh, Coach, my name is Levon, and he's like, I know what your name is. Now, did you actually know? That that was Laverne. Laverne. Mm-hmm. I, I called him Laverne forever. <laughs> Ever and, since. And I, I called him that just to make him mad. After, <laughs> after I him. At that time, no. But I'll, I'll tell you a true story. Uh, even truer than that one. And that was true. But uh, we were recruiting uh, a young man with him mm-hmm. from Washington, D.C. And uh, he was an offensive uh he was either nose guard or offensive guard, one or two, I can't remember. But we flew back to Lamar, South Carolina, right. and landed in the in the deal. So, you know, I fly back with make the trip with to see the uh, talk with him on the airplane, land, meet his mom, dad, get back on the plane, fly with a young man to Washington, and really, really, we did it for the man in Washington. Mm-hmm. Not for him. Yes. <laughs> we didn't really know. And the one, this is how lucky you get sometime in recruiting. The one that we were, that we thought was going to be the better player and that we really had to do, have and I was going to spend six hours in an airplane with was was the one that never played for us. And huh. the one that I spent about 30 minutes to 40 minutes in the airplane, met yeah. his mom and dad, turned out to be an All-American. Uh-huh. And uh, I never will forget that as long as I live that, golly, how lucky we were <laughs> and how you never know how a guy 
like Laverne. <laughs> it's going to turn out. And, you love calling and, me Laverne. And, and, uh, and all the kids started making fun of it. <laughs> the all kids, the, the coaches, yeah. everybody made fun now, of me. But did you know that that was to... his family? That was in a family name? Laverne? Yeah. No, no, no I know. never knew it. I, I just said, you know, I, I, I had a way of butchering American English. <laughs> Because I'd get letters from uh, English teachers every week when I did a TV show. They say, "Oh man, you're butchering the English." <laughs> I, did, I said, "I got the same English teacher at, at uh, the University of Alabama that Coach Frank Howard had, and, right. and she's senile now. That's why I can't <laughs> speak good English." Well, because uh, you know what, I really Mike tells that story. I was so happy that you even mentioned my name. Well, I, I really was, and even I mean, it was your brother. even if it was my brother's and my father's name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was oh, just yeah. happy that, that you said that. That was your father's name. That's my father's name, yeah. uh, Laverne uh, Kirkland Sr. Uh, he's deceased now, and my I have a brother named Laverne Kirkland um, Jr. He was yeah. at the Hall of Fame actually when I got inducted. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you said that, I was like, man, I got to tell this man what my name is. Yeah. And he's like, I know your name. I'm like, okay, well, my name will be Laverne from here on out. That was, that was a true story, but that was but, but, story. I, but it wasn't. I didn't do it on purpose. I, right, I know. Okay. I it, know. it sounded good after it all. Did. It did. It did. <laughs> it's great to see you. Great, great that you're doing so well. I'm proud of you oh, for what you're doing your your your, your show and mm-hmm. uh, proud of y'all guys for having the Hall of Fame. You know what that means to the state of South Carolina. We needed that. Right. We got it going, and uh, I remember the first few. I thought we might be wasting our time. Uh, probably you, you, too, probably you too, David. Uh, what are we doing in this thing? I, I think I was one of the first few first that was class, in the right. first yep. class to go in. I said, well, that might be the only class we have. <laughs> <laughs> because it was shaky grounds there for a while. And, and because of the sponsorship, because of the people, because of the love of athletics and football in the state of South Carolina, and uh, David, y'all done a great job and, yep. and really got some good people behind you. And, and well, I think one of them's going to be a visitor to us, for us today, right? That's right. That's, that's right. right. So, uh, Coach, well, we, we appreciate you being here. And, Thank uh, you so much. We appreciate uh, all that you have done for South Carolina football and for so many. And we, we're making a difference through football. Sure you are. And, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. So thank you very much. And uh, we appreciate you sticking in and be right back. You're listening to the Inside Blitz with Yvonne Kirkland on location with Danny Ford at the Hemp Farm. <laughs> You're listening to Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. Welcome back to the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. I'm David Wyatt, your co-host here with Mikey Foster. And of course, we're at the Wyatt Law Studios looking a little different with this um. furry plant behind us. <laughs> I told Coach Ford Friday I felt like I was in a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> Yeah, it feels that way. I mean, you can actually kind of smell the plants. I mean, um, so if we're acting a little loopy. You kind of know why. We're going to have to be careful on the way home, guys. Yes. I'm a little, 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 little more relaxed today right. on location. You know, hey, that's CBD oil. But uh, medicinal purposes only, I assure you. That's right. right. And, and here's the thing. LaVon Kirkland, you are a leader, and we are all about leadership here right. at the South mm-hmm. Carolina Football Hall of Fame. Yes. Leading ourselves first and then leading others. Mm-hmm. You have a, a, a section called the Inside look where we come to you and you give our listeners and us some of those leadership tips that you've picked up through the years. Right, right. So without further ado, let me come to you, LaVon Kirkland, for the inside look. 
Ah, no problem, no problem. A lot of times uh, when we we think about the locker room, we think about all the many different um, people that we have in the diverse locker rooms that we mm-hmm. have. A lot of times you got guys in there that are just off the chain, just you know, emotionally high. But then you have people who I like to call emotionally intelligent and i think that's something that we can use throughout our lives you know people that understand that you don't get caught up in the moment you don't get emotionally and make decisions a lot of people have done that and it's led them down the wrong path so in our in our style of leadership when we're talking to each other we're relating to each other we try to be emotionally intelligent because a lot of times we are passionate about the south carolina football hall of fame and the difference that we make through football and sometimes our conversation may seem like it's getting heated but we always use emotional intelligence we also try to understand each other and work as a team so if you're part of a team you're part of an organization use emotional intelligence don't speak out because you're just emotional about something make sure that you come back down and you're being conscious and you have an empathy for other people that's very good. I tell you, LeVon, there's a lot of times when I can get very emotional and no it's, it's, way, it's, David. it's calming for me to have you to where you calm down and I can calm down and go think about what I'm, you know, what I'm all uh, emotional about. And then I go, you know, hey, I, these emotions are, are fine for me, right. but I don't need to be making a decision while I'm in that emotional state. Right, right. And you're like, Dave, you need to calm down and maybe uh, take some deep breaths. I, you know, <laughs> I, you know I, I do a lot of meditation, so yeah. I, I can be a little calmer. And uh, But no, it's, it's, it's about, you know, a lot of times maybe I get emotional and you're calming me down. And Mikey here is always cool. He's so. cool. He's, he's like cool hand cool. Luke, yeah, man. He's that like guy. cool hand Luke. Yeah. <laughs> And speaking of Mikey football and the game, what do you have? I mean, we had a great uh, seat or weekend of football just got behind us. Uh, talk to us a little bit. Catch us up on South Carolina football. That's what we're all about. You know, Clemson was off this week. South Carolina was off, as well as Coastal Carolina. Benedict College was also off. So, wow. So, but uh, we still had a lot of the small schools going on. Uh, and so that means the small school players got to shine this weekend. Yeah. And they did. No question uh, about it. They, they did a fantastic fantastic job and there's several guys um put out on uh on uh, social media that that this weekend we were running mm-hmm. uh because there was a lot of good running uh, running performances uh by running backs and quarterbacks throughout the state this weekend and you're and talking about the blanchard rogers award that's, that's right we got right here that's right and, who's, and, who's making the moves this is moving month this is moving month so um First of all, congratulations to Furman, Limestone, Charleston Southern. Got their first win of the season. Congratulations. Coach good Denson job, gets job, his first uh, first victory. Get that monkey off your back. That's good right. Job. NGU got one, and our our uh, former intern Brandon uh, what Brandon got a Brandon inter- Berger, Brandon Berger uh, got I-N-T. an interception I-N-T. to I-N-T. close the game good out. Job, Brandon, proud of you, kid. Yep. So he was a spring intern with us. So if you want to intern with us this spring, you got big things coming for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then SC State, Buddy Pugh tied Willie Jeffries this weekend wow. Wow. for all-time wins at South Carolina State, and then Wofford uh, picked up a, uh, another win as well this weekend. But my uh, Blanchard Rogers Trophy Player of the Week 
college star of the weekend was running back Devin Wynn of mm-hmm. Furman. Okay. Um, he had 14 carries for 217 yards. Devin Wynn. Two rushing touchdowns, and wow. then he also had a receiving touchdown that went 61 yards. Okay. But in that game, he had runs of 75 and 89. Wow. Man, he must be tired. Baller. But so that that's an amazing a pretty amazing day, and Furman mm-hmm. is on a roll. I, they're playing well. We've been talking about Furman a lot mm-hmm. on this show yep. over the last couple of yes, weeks. Yes, we have. And, and they're and they're balling right now. But uh, you better not put them on your schedule. That's right. They yeah. may beat you. <laughs> yeah, Ask Virginia no Tech how yeah. how close they were to beat. Very them. close. <laughs> but uh, so. Uh, Devin Wynn, congratulations. Great weekend for yes. you. Um, and then there's several other guys. John uh, Main Martin, we mentioned a couple of times. He went for another 199 nice, this weekend nice. and a couple touchdowns. But anyway, there was probably about, I think there was like eight guys that I counted that went over 100 yards rushing, uh, a couple of them quarterbacks, uh, mm-hmm. and then the rest of them running backs. But even on the four that I spotlighted in the social media, just four guys ran for seven over 700 yards and 10 touchdowns, and all their teams won. So I don't know if there's a connection there, but but uh, the running game was strong with South Carolina backs uh, this past weekend. Well, there you have so. it. There you have it. The Blanchard Rogers Award, the trophy, the ballot will be coming out at the end of this month. That's or, right. And uh, so you can vote. Levon, you got anything to add to that? Oh man, we we can't forget about my guy. Deshaun Watson had an amazing, oh, yeah, amazing Sunday. I mean, um, um, he had um, he had only five incompletions, but five touchdowns. That's pretty good. That's unheard of. <laughs> That's unheard of in uh, Pop Warner in high school. Seven I mean, on sevens. Seven on sevens. I mean, to throw for that kind of completion rating is amazing. So we're going to shout out to our guy, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, first, first uh, one of the top five guys in NFL history to throw for over 400 yards and have five touchdowns and not throw an interception. Yeah, fantastic, Deshaun. Great game. And I want to also give this opportunity to just to, to give our best to the recovery of Mason Rudolph. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We talked about Mason last week, and, yeah. and he, of course, was our Blanchard Rogers Award winner a couple years ago and has been doing a great job with the Steelers. Yeah, no question about it. And uh, got, got uh, knocked out. Uh, in yesterday's game, and, yeah. and uh, or, or yeah, and supposedly he's home and feeling better, but he's on concussion awesome. uh, protocol this week. Yeah, so, so hopefully he he gets better. Hopefully soon. recovering. Yeah, man, that's that's tough, right? Now you you uh, in your uh, playing days, I know we we're about to run out of time here, but but you never missed a game. I've never missed a game. Um, actually, you know, I was close to missing a game when um, Greg Lord broke my wrist. So, hey, Greg, if you're out there listening, thank you. But um, <laughs> no, I never missed a game. Uh, you know, I was just very blessed. Uh, my father would always, you know, he always said he prayed for me. My mom wanted me to always crush somebody's head, but my father was like, "We're pray- we're praying for you, son. Don't get hurt." And um, I was fortunate. Never to get hurt in the game. That's fantastic. Yep. I tell you what. Uh-oh. Well, you know what? You know what that means. Coach Jeffrey's flag comes flying in, yes. even on location <laughs> that's at right. the hemp farm. At the hemp farm. And of course, that's our cue to wrap it up for this week. So we really appreciate again you listening to us. We want to thank Evan Tripp, our producer, for all the great work that he does. Want to thank you for listening. Want to thank Coach Danny Ford and thank you, uh, Levon Kirkland, uh, for all that you do for the South Carolina thank Football you. Hall of Fame and you, Mikey Football. You do a lot for everybody. And so you tune in next week and uh, we'll be right back. We're South Carolina Football Hall of Fame producing the Inside Blitz with Levon Kirkland. Thank you so much. You're listening to Inside Blitz 
with LaVon Kirkland.